0: A familiar spirit is something that a person has because it is a personality identified with a certain individual. In the same sense, that one it's the same sense like you have a book, you have a friend, you have a cold You personally identify with that demonic spirit. You may call it, that's just me. Or when certain things happen, that's just how I act. I'm trying to control it. But, hey, that's just me. What does the Bible say? Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards or be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. That is Leviticus 19.31. Leviticus. In another translation, it says, regard not them that have familiar spirits. Right. To be defiled by them. That's so here. The two things don't regard them. Because if you do, you'll be defiled by them. And God is saying, I'm telling you this. Throughout Israel, God brought judgment. I'm going to change, share this one other principle. Actually, my, um, and then I'm going to go into prayer. But this is what was on my heart today. Deception is always present in one's relationship with a familiar spirit. Usually the one having a familiar spirits believe that his spirit companion is good rather than evil. Now, that's when a person actually knows that they are a medium for another spirit. And there are Christians and my beloved Sometimes when you're dealing with people that operate in the prophetic and move in, I put in quotes, the spirit realm, sometimes all they're doing is channeling a medium. A medium goes between earth and heaven, heavenly realm, the second heaven knows everything about a person. So every word, every prophecy, every insight is not given by the Holy Spirit. That's why it's very important, my beloved, to make sure of where people are getting their information. That's why somebody can be a backslidden, casual Christian And they come up with all of this godly insight. Be careful, my beloved. At the root of a godly life. At the root of a God-filled life should be godly character. And he may be calling a familiar spirit or a spirit guide the Holy Spirit. Therefore, when you challenge it, he will say or she will say, well, God told me. Well, I I was meditating and God said. I'm putting it out there because I believe in this season we're entering, entering in, it is very easy to be deceived. We have to be sharp in this area. Let me continue my teaching because I really feel like God is in this. A person having a familiar spirit may not recognize that it is a spirit entity with whom they have a relationship. And I'm repeating something I said before because right now I'm reading from a teaching. He may think his experiences are only within his imagination and fantasies, Therefore, people that have a familiar spirit hear voices, have overactive imaginations. When my granddaughter was growing up, we didn't let her have little secret buddies that she spent time with. We wanted to know who she was talking to, what they were talking about, what they looked like, and we counseled Why? Because little rabbits, that's my new friend. Oh, I got a little pony, like they have in the cartoon. He visits me. Most of the time, these are familiar spirits, and if your family has been like this for generations, like mine has, That's why I know when I hear children become too attached to a doll, too attached to any object other than mama, daddy, siblings, I think it's important that parents pray over them. Some people will say that's just their imagination. I believe in creativity, anybody that knows me, I believe in creativity, I believe in having fun, but I also believe that we need to be very mindful, why? These often are spirit guides that present themselves to our children as a little princess, a mermaid, a little pony, um, a superhero, Somehow behind all of that, especially if you try to take them and the child really acts out. I'm teaching more, I know, more than I'm praying. But for some reason, this is important today. So, and as adults, we can have imaginations and fantasies. I know I went through a really hard time and my personality began to split. I'm so grateful to my dad because I had just been kicked out of church. I was trying to figure out where all of this fits, who I was. I went to my parents and I said, look, wasn't I a good child? Because the enemy was attacking my mind. I'm being very transparent. My parents sat down with me and said, Sherelle, you have always loved God and you have always been a good, obedient child. A little on the bossy side, but I, and this is what my dad said, He started calling this personality that he saw Laquisha. And we laugh about it, but it would show up when I got angry. Daddy said, Sherelle. This is interesting because this is a takeoff from what we were saying. But he would say, Sherelle. The confusion is because your personality, my real personality was strong, it was bold and it was opinionated. I tried to become somebody other than who I was. So actually we're having two conversations. We're talking about what the enemy can do to us in our own personality, but we're also talking about a demonic influence. Either way it go, it's demonic. And I believe at the core, there's a familiar spirit operating because familiar spirits traffic our families. They know the things that are going to hurt us. They know the things that are going to abuse us. They know the attacks that the enemy has to launch against us. Oh, I hear it now. To cause us to become confused as to who we really are because they're trying to get insight or inroad into controlling and manipulating you. I got it. So we have to be mindful. So back to the familiar spirit. Amen. This person enters through the human mind because, remember, he has all the characteristics of a human person. A person may become ensnared not because they're seeking to do something evil, because they're seeking something good in the wrong way. I also have another example and that was a season that I went through that I had to learn that every time someone talks about Jesus Christ words like Christ consciousness and a lot of different new age terms I had to understand that this was not Holy Spirit, and they were talking about another Jesus. Why? Because I was seeking something good. I came up in a very traditional mindset, but I was having dreams and spiritual experiences that no one could understand and I dare not share. And sometimes when I shared, they pointed me in the wrong direction. Cause you can talk to loved ones about certain things and they will tell you it's okay. They'll tell you it's okay for your great grandmama to come and visit you at night. They'll tell you, okay. Oh, you missing your mama. Did you see her in your dreams? Oh, that was just your mama visiting you. No, that was a familiar spirit. Cracking the door open. The Bible calls it necromancy. That's why we have to be careful to not grieve too long over people we love because that's an open door. In the Bible, they gave them 40 days to grieve, and then you moved on. People that are constantly in a grief mode that continually rehearse the death of their loved ones are opening the door to familiar spirits. They will not recognize the enemy because it gets inside of them, becomes familiar, they embrace it. And they may say, that's okay. That's because the spirit inside of them is saying, that's okay, we're fine. This is human. This is natural to be that way. So we only have four minutes to pray. And I know I covered three different things. My main thing is we need to understand familiar spirits exist. And sometimes the Bible says, well, not sometimes, the Bible says we don't war against flesh and blood, but in our relationships, with people we love, some people you can cut off, but other people are people we love, they may be your husband, they may be your children, they may be your mama, They may, they may be someone that God has said you're assigned to for whatever reason, but you cannot. If you don't realize that what you're dealing with may not be their personality at all. And they may not even know it, you will never overcome the enemy in this relationship. Because until you call it the way God calls it, until you see it the way God sees it, you cannot war against it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm gonna pray for two minutes because I'm gonna honor our time constraint. Forgive me for going too long, but this is what I woke up with this morning. I know I should have done a teaching separate from the prayer time. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I thank you that you are God, you are Lord, you're awesome, you're mighty, you are the great I am. I thank you that from Genesis to Revelation, you are God. There is no God beside you. God God, I praise you because you've given us everything that we need. Hallelujah. You've given us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. You did not leave us down here powerless, moping around, crying, not being able to figure out things. You don't say don't get divorced because there's no hope. You don't say to long-suffering relationships because we are hopeless. No, God, you have given us Tools, Hallelujah. You've given us praise and prayer and prophecy and proclamation, declaration. Hallelujah. You have given us, hallelujah, life and death is in the power of our tongue. So Father, I praise you and I thank you for every relationship that we're in. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you to give us great discernment in Jesus' name that we would root out the enemy and we would know the difference and make us, oh my goodness, make us like those bombers that they can release and it can go right into a building around a corner and hit one specific target and don't hurt anything else in the city. God, they can do that with natural instruments. Give us the weaponry in our spirit, Father, that we can be so targeted by you that when we go into a situation, you will show us how to be strategic against our adversary. Father, I thank you that you're bringing healing. You're bringing deliverance. You're doing it for our children, our children's children. You're doing it in our relationships with our spouse. We will no longer cry over broken stuff. We will get in there, God, and we know the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but we got weapons, and they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Whatever our children are going, through God. We praise you and we thank you for deliverance over our children and our children's children. Father, I even pray over grown children. What I didn't get right, hallelujah. I thank you, Father God, that my children and their children's children are delivered. They're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Seated in their right mind, I pray this for my natural children. I pray it for my spiritual children, but I also pray it, Father, for the body of Christ. I pray it for those, Lord God. I pray it for nieces and nephews and cousins and aunties and grandmothers in our lives. My daddy, our daddies, our uncles, how father God, all those relationships that we can't just throw away, but we need to figure out, God, hallelujah, how to bring your deliverance power into them in the name of Jesus. Father, we will no longer step back and say, oh, they just need to change that, uh-uh. If there's something that needs to be changed, we need to look for the devil and see, has he created a familiar spirit within their personalities, that the very thing that they need deliverance from, they think it's them. Father God, you've been talking to us about personality. You've been talking to us about relationships. So I pray deliverance today, but I pray Father God for those that have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying concerning relationships, concerning familiarities. Father, I believe, hallelujah, that you are releasing an anointing even in this moment for those that will listen to this teaching. Father God, you are releasing the fire of the Holy Ghost to begin to burn up illegal connections. Back it up, connections, because some connections are legal because the people ask for it and want it and sit in it. So Father God, I thank you that you're burning up relationships You're burning up connections to demonic spirits in the name of Jesus. You're breaking down strongholds in the lives of our loved ones. You're establishing truth in the body of Christ among those that are in the body. Hallelujah. In our local bodies, in our local fellowships, hallelujah. And throughout the body, you are releasing an anointing that will break Destroy the yoke of the enemy off our necks and off the necks of our loved ones, and we come into agreement, God, with your power. We come into agreement, God, with your word. Couldn't teach it if it wasn't already in your word. Couldn't teach it if it wasn't in your heart. Couldn't teach it, God. So I know, Father God, some of the things that I believe people think it don't take all that. But God, if you can anoint us, I believe it takes more than I've even begun to imagine in my heart and in my mind. I come today, God, for a download of your anointing and your presence and your power to rest, rule, and abide with us today, God. Whatever need is on this line, physical, financial, emotional, spiritual, meet the need. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Thank you for long-suffering with me. I could tell you, I've been fighting to get on since about 915. So you know it was a fight. So I bless you today. Be blessed. I love you. I thank you for the angels going with them, going with their children, going with their husbands, their everything that concerns them, God. Thank you for being our Lord in Jesus name. Amen.